0: Today, on episode 155 of the Computer Tutor podcast, something a little different today. I've come across some cool websites recently, so I'm going to tell you about them. Welcome to another episode of the Computer Tutor. Tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your Computer Tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back to the Computer Tutor podcast. I am your personal Computer Tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And I've been doing that for like three years now. Now, usually I talk about some type of computer tip or trick or security alert or some new online scam to watch out for, but today is just a little different. Now, if your computer has a problem, I am here to help. I've been doing computer repair since 1999, and in most cases, I can fix your computer remotely so you don't have to bring it to a shop. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078, or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 155. So let's get started. As I mentioned, today is a little different from what I usually do. So if you're new to the show, give me another couple episodes so you can see what the show is really like. Or you can go back and listen to one of the past 154 episodes I've been putting out a new episode every Monday for about three years now and a new computer tip blog for many years more than that. Today I have seven websites that I find to be either interesting or informative or just plain entertaining. And I'll bet when you check them out, you'll probably feel the same way. Because every time I do an episode like this where I showcase a few cool websites, I get emails from people that just go nuts over some of them. And I know if you're driving or out for a walk or a run right now while you're listening to this, you probably won't remember the website addresses for all these various sites. So I have them listed and clickable at my website, which is computertutorflorida.com slash 155. Anyway, here we go. First one is called Account Killer. If you want to cancel an online account and you just can't figure out how to do it, this site is your number one tool for the job. You know, just about every site you visit these days, they want you to sign up for an account, and they make it so easy to do that. Just enter your email and create a password, and you're all set. No problem, right? But then you find that you never really use that account, you know, like Twitter or WhatsApp or any of the other million social media websites. But even though you don't use it, you still get emails from them and your friends on that site might send you invites to various things and you might even get text messages from the site on your phone. Now that is really annoying. So you decide you just had enough and you want to go there and cancel your account. Just delete it. Well, wait a minute now. Now that part's not quite so easy to figure out. I mean, they don't put a big button on the front page that says click here to delete your account. Well, of course not, because they don't want you to cancel your account. So they make the cancellation process very difficult to find, and some people just give up. Well, over at the Account Killer website, you just look up the name of the account you want to cancel, like Facebook, Twitter, Skype, WhatsApp, Yahoo, Google, Hotmail, Spotify, MSN, Groupon, MySpace. MySpace? Yes, it does still exist or any of the literally hundreds of other sites. And you, you're going to see the step-by-step instructions for how to cancel that account. It'll tell you where to go, what to click. All that is right there, and you just have to follow those instructions. And they even rank the various websites on how easy or how hard they make it to cancel your account. And you can get all that information over at accountkiller.com. Next up is the site called Down for Everyone or Just Me. This is for those times when you go to a website, you always visit, and instead of seeing that site come up, you get an error message that says, this site cannot be displayed. Well, at that point, you really don't know what the problem is, because you don't know if the site is actually down, or if your computer is just not able to connect to it for some reason. Well, here's how you figure that out. You go to... Down for or just me.com and enter the address of the website you were trying to access. And within a few seconds, that site will tell you whether the, that website is down or if it's just you not being able to connect to it. This is a really good example of a website offering just one service and doing it very well and also doing it for free, by the way. Now, again, that website is down for everyone or just me.com. And the 4 is not the number 4, it's F-O-R in that address. And now we have Manuals Lib, which is really just a shortened name of this site, which is Manuals Library. I'll bet you have a lot of appliances or other things in your home that you no longer have the owner's manual for it. So if you need to change a part or learn how to do something new on that appliance you might have a difficult time without the manual. Well, that's where the manual's library comes in very handy. They have the manual you're looking for. In fact, they have over 1.7 million manuals, and new ones are being added every day, and they even have owner's manuals for cars. Now, when you're in need of a manual, it usually means there's something you need to do. So a lot of people are willing to pay a nominal fee to get the owner's manual but not here. All of these manuals are free to download in PDF format, and you can even print them if you want. And again, you can get all these manuals at manualslib.com. Next website up is kind of a fun idea. It's called Coffee... I don't know how to say it. Coffee-tivity. You know how a lot of people like to go to Starbucks or some other coffee shop or cafe and do their work? such as writing or answering email or something else on their laptop or tablet. Well, I can tell you that's not me. I would not even try to do anything creative on my computer at Starbucks. All the activity, people coming and going and everything, just way too much distraction. But for some people, that kind of environment is a perfect sort of background noise for them to work. So the Coffee-tivity website does that. It creates the background sound of a coffee shop. You really have to just go there and hear it to see what it's like. They even have a few types of background sounds you can choose from, and that part is all free. And then if you want to pay $9, you get full 12 months access. That's $9 for the whole year to even more uh, variety of background sounds to boost your productivity, if that works for you. As I said, it's not really for me, but some people really love it, and maybe you will too. And that's at coffeetivity.com. That's spelled C-O-F-F-I-T-I-V-I-T-Y.com. And next up is a site called Unsplash. I guess that's just one of those website names that really tells you absolutely nothing about what the site is or what it offers. But what this site gives you is a big collection of high-quality, high-resolution images that you can use freely on your website or in some other type of public use. Now, this is something that some people are just not aware of, or they might be aware of the situation, but not how expensive it might get for them. If you're creating a website, you're going to almost certainly need some images. You know, a website with only text would be pretty boring. So you need some really nice pictures. So what a lot of people will still do is just go over to Google Images, do a search to find the thing you're looking for, and then just grab a few of those pictures that come up and use them on your website. Now, this is certainly the easiest way to do it, but you should definitely never do that. If you do use an image on your website that you haven't paid for or you haven't gotten permission to use, at some point, you're very likely to get an invoice in the mail. That invoice is going to come from a company called Getty Images. They're the company that owns that image that you're using, and the invoice could actually be for a pretty substantial amount. Now you can dispute it, but you really don't have much of a defense if you actually did use the image on your website. Some people have actually gone and grabbed even dozens of images from Google and Getty has been known to charge as much as $1000 per image. Now you don't want to get caught in a mess like that. Unsplash has lots of very high quality images and these are pictures that you would just you'd be proud to display on your website. And if you sign up for their newsletter, they'll even send you a selection of them for free by email every so often. I think it's each week. And all of those images are free to use on your site. No fees, no royalties, no cost at all. So check it out at unsplash.com. Okay, a couple more websites to cover here, and I'm telling you, I've saved the best for last. All about birds. If you love nature, and especially birds, this is the site you want to check out. This website is run by the Cornell Lab of Ornithology, and they've set up webcams in view of a bunch of different types of birds' nests. It's like a live nature show right there on your computer. They've got owls, hawks, ospreys, albatross, and some others. And not all the webcams are live all the time, because it really depends on the season and what the birds are doing at the various times of the year. But even if the webcam you want is not showing some live action... You can also watch recorded video that was taken from the nest earlier that year. And that website can be seen at cams.allaboutbirds.org. And finally, my favorite website in this bunch. It's called 11foot8. And you can see that at 11foot8.com. And those are the numbers, not the words, uh, 11foot8.com. Here's how this website came into existence. In the city of Durham, North Carolina, there's a road that goes under an overpass. Now, that overpass is not for cars, though. It's a railroad trestle. The clearance height for vehicles to be able to go under that railroad trestle safely is 11 feet and 8 inches. And there are signs that very clearly display that height restriction. So if a vehicle taller than 11 feet 8 inches tries to fit under there there's going to be a problem. Well, there's an office building nearby that has a clear view of that overpass, and one of the guys in that office noticed that pretty regularly there would be some truck or other tall vehicle that would not notice the height warnings and just go rolling right on ahead. And, of course, it would smack right into the overpass. It happened often enough that the railroad actually put up a crash bar in front of the overpass So that would take the brunt of the hit. And they've actually had to replace that crash bar once already. Well, the guy that worked in that office nearby decided he would set up a video camera and eventually capture one of those crashes on video. And when he did, he put it up on the web on this website, 11foot8.com. Well, that was back in 2008. And since then, he's recorded 95 of them on video. And they're all right there on the website. You know, for some reason, it's just really entertaining to watch truck after truck not be able to squeeze under that thing. Some of them just scrape the top edge of the truck, which in itself is pretty noisy and it does damage, but others just really rip the metal right off. And I think in a lot of the cases, it's drivers that have rented a truck, so they aren't really that experienced at driving and they just don't pay attention to the height restrictions like they should. And more recently, there's also a camera set up on the opposite corner, so the more recent videos show the crashes from two different angles. Now, it doesn't look like anyone gets hurt in any of these videos, but I can imagine some of them are probably jolting enough that the airbag might deploy. Still, it's pretty entertaining to watch, except the one where the RV camper trailer went through, and that crash guard just scraped off what looked like an air vent and a skylight... I don't know what exactly. Felt kind of bad for that guy. And now it's your turn. What unusual or entertaining websites have you come across that might be interesting to the listeners of this podcast? I'd love to hear about them. Sometime in the future, we'll do another show like this. And so if you have one, just leave a message on my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468. Or you can send me an email at pctutor at gmail.com. And that's going to do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.